Welcome to Last Looks, your go-to source for all things health, beauty, and business. I'm your host, Ada Trin, and I'm a makeup artist turned entrepreneur here to help you grow and thrive in the beauty market. Now sit back and relax, enjoy the show, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes coming out every Tuesday morning. Hey guys, welcome to the Last Looks Podcast. This is episode one. So for the first episode, I wanted to take this opportunity to tell you guys who I am, what I do, and what you'll be expecting from this podcast. So my name is Ada, and I am the CEO and founder of Guys Etiquette, a men's skincare and grooming product line. We've been around since 2015, and just last year, we hit uh, seven figures in sales. But it wasn't always like this, guys. It has been a tremendous uphill battle. I want to share my story because I know a lot of entrepreneurs that are either just starting off or is on that road. It could be a very lonely road. It could be a very um, lonely and hard road. <laughs> Trust me, I know. And so that's why I'm here because I want to let you guys know that you're not alone that we are in this together. Whether you are looking to build a community, you know, of badass female entrepreneurs or just to learn a few things, I am here all the way. This is what Last Looks is all about. But my life was not always like this. So I'm going to take you guys back in time to where I grew up and basically my journey. So I grew up in South Boston. If you guys have ever been to South Boston, it is beautiful. We grew up across the street from the beach. Um, Though we grew up in the projects, it was just, it was beautiful, you know. But life wasn't always like that, guys. Seriously, growing up in the 90s, Asian American, uh, my family's first gen Vietnamese here in America, it was really, really hard. There was a lot of uh, racism against minorities. There was a lot of um, fighting and fear. And it was just, it was a really crazy time to grow up there. I can't tell you how many fights my little sister and I got into (laughs) when we were growing up, you know, walking home from school or on the weekends when we're out. It was just, it was crazy. Well, my dad left when I was nine, so my mom was a single mom. So growing up, I didn't spend a lot of time with her. I spent a lot of time with friends. So friends was like my number one thing, right? Because I grew up with my friend's family and everything. My mom had two jobs. You know, she never had any time for us. So naturally, I just became a really bad kid. I was skipping school, you know, at like 13, 14. Um, I was just always out hanging out with friends, always. So about 16 years old, I dropped out of school. See, I had a probation officer because I was skipping so much school that the school had to call the court system (laughs) and got me a probation officer. It was crazy. But at the age of 16, I dropped out and started doing nails. Because guess what? I'm Vietnamese. And (laughs) everyone I knew, you know, everyone in my circle, it was my cousins, 
my aunt, my uncle, like everyone was doing nails. And so I got into nails. So from 16 to about 25, you know, no high school diploma, no college degree, just was doing nails. It was really hard because I wanted to do something more. I've always had a, a a huge entrepreneurial spirit. So my father, when he left, he ended up opening a nail salon in Texas. So I think, you know, my entrepreneurial spirit came from my dad. Like, I just love anything that had to do with sales. You know, I used to be one of those girls in the nail salon that's like, hey, do you want nail designs for $5 more? <laughs> like, that was me. I just loved it. But I never had an opportunity to do anything else because, of course, when you fall into the salon trap, it just seems like you're there for a long time. But I got really lucky because one summer, I remember I was about 23, there was an audition um, to do extra work on set for the movie Blackjack 21. I don't know if you guys remember that, but it was one of the first big movies that was filmed in Boston, and it was so exciting. They were looking for Asian background people, and I didn't even know what that was, but they, uh, I signed up and they picked me. And that was my first experience with working on set. And I met a boy and we started dating. He was just so amazing at the time because he was like, you need to move to LA. Like, it's great. So when I was 25, I picked up my bags and I moved across the country and moved to LA with my ex-boyfriend. I mean, Obviously, it didn't work out. We're not together anymore. But, you know, thanks to him, I, I I came to L.A. So after moving to L.A., I started working in the film industry as a PA. And being on set, I was able to see many departments from Grip Electric to hair, makeup, wardrobe, set design. I was able to see this whole world from a different perspective right? Because remember I told you guys I was a background extra before? (laughs) You know, originally I wanted to be an actor because being background, I was like, well, you know, being in front of the camera is really cool and maybe I could do that. Well, I don't know. That really wasn't for me, guys. Like Ada, actor, mm, no. (laughs) So instead of going to acting school, I got really interested in doing makeup. I was like, listen, makeup and nails, both are beauty. Maybe I could just do makeup. So I went to school for makeup and graduated. And then I started working on set as a makeup artist. And that was where my life really started. It was like a different experience for me. Becoming a makeup artist in Los Angeles was so new and exciting and I was able to see and meet all these celebrities. I mean, growing up, I I didn't really watch a lot of uh, American TV. I didn't know a lot of American, you know, pop culture. So I was meeting all these famous people and working with them and everyone's like, Ada, did you meet such and such, da-da-da, and that person and that person? Honestly, I was just like, Oh, yeah, I did. I worked with uh, X, Y, and Z. But, you know, even though I didn't know who they were, it was so exciting for me. 
you know, I had a couple of opportunities to start working um, in uh, men's grooming. I started working with athletes and one athlete to the next to the next. And I just couldn't find any products. I mean, surprisingly, this is 2014, guys. There was not a lot of men's products out there, which was so interesting because the more I started looking into it, men and women have different skincare regimens. I mean, they just have different skin in general. And I was just so taken back because I was like, well, how come there's nothing for guys out there? So I started making my own stuff and I started using it on my clients. And then I started hustling some people on set to start buying my products. So months and months went by, and this was uh, 2015. And then the next thing you know, I have this business. And I was so excited, but I was so scared at the same time. I would work on set, you know, 12, 13, 14 hours a day. And then I would come home and make all my products, you know, label them, fill them, you know, maybe until like one or two in the morning and then sleep for a couple hours, wake up and do it again. But it was, I was so excited about it. It was so nice, right? Um, and the next thing you know, I have this business. <laughs> Wasn't planning on it, didn't know anything about business. And if you guys remember, no high school diploma, literally no college. I just didn't even know where to begin. So I started researching and, you know, I was online every single day learning about marketing, learning, you know, how to take my own photos, just was doing all of this. And it got really overwhelming because my business was growing. My makeup career was growing and I just didn't know how to make it work right? Because I was by myself. So Andrew, who is now my boyfriend, and I'm sure you guys know because he's all over my Instagram, he introduced me to his brother and uh, Paul. And Paul and I started talking and Paul really loved the idea. And Paul is a full-time nurse, but then he also does business on the side too. He got really interested in um, guys' etiquette. So we partnered up. That was 2016. And we grew the business together. It was, it was great. Of course, there was a lot of ups and downs in between it, but you know, um, it was, it was wonderful because by 2018, we were able to secure a really big licensing deal. That was what propelled us to become a seven figure business. And by 2018, when we got the licensing deal, um, I decided that I wanted to start a nail salon. And of course, by this time, Paul has been my partner for several years. And Andrew, my boyfriend, wanted to get in on it. So the three of us got together and um, created Lunula, which was a crystal healing nail salon in West Hollywood. People loved it. You know, um, we had great employees. Everything was just really good. But then, of course, again, there's uphill battles. Sometimes my employees would come in. Sometimes I don't. I mean, they were great, okay? Really good people, but I just couldn't rely on them. And, you know, we were having issues with customers waiting a long time. It was just all these, um, I guess, issues 
of a new brick and mortar business. And so four months after our opening, I just had an epiphany one day. And I started asking myself, Ada, do you see yourself here for the next five or even 10 years? And honestly, guys, I just couldn't. I I couldn't see myself being there. And I realized that this wasn't for me. I didn't want to be tied down to a salon every single day. I mean, it was six days a week, guys. I was working six days a week at the nail salon. I was working six days a week uh, for guys that I get. And I also, at the same time, was a manicurist uh, at the salon and doing makeup on set. Okay. So running it, doing the nails, doing guys etiquette, and working on set. I mean, honestly, for four months, my body was wrecked. I was so exhausted. I was so tired. And by the end of it, I was just like this zombie walking around all day. You know, I was just wearing myself out. I was so tired all the time. And my friends would come and visit me and they're like, are you? okay, what is going on right now, girl? Like, you look like you need to sleep or eat. It was one of the two. So we ended up having um, an opportunity for a buyout because I, I remember asking the universe, hey, I don't know if this is for me. And if it isn't, can you please help me figure it out? Like, maybe sell it or do something. I don't know. And I remember it was a Thursday night, like afternoon. It was a Thursday afternoon. And by Tuesday, we had a buyer. I mean, it was crazy. I I could not believe it. It was so fast. And by that Thursday, we sold the salon. I mean, that was a week. I sold my business in one week. It was insane. But I was it was such a relief, guys. It was, I was so relieved. It was never for me. It was a great journey and I loved it. And, you know, I respect every part of it, but it just wasn't for me. It was like a week later, um, I started getting really sick and I didn't know why. I started having hypothyroidism because I gained 25 pounds in two weeks and I ended up with candida I had elevated cortisol levels, like hormone levels. It was just all stress-induced, I found out um, a couple of months later. And through that, I went through my dark night of the soul, which if you guys know, is a really dark time in my life. It was a spiritual awakening. And that was 2019. So most of my 2019 was focus on healing my body and my mind and and my spirit, you know, because the burnout was, (laughs) it did quite a number on my body. But it takes me to last looks because I realized through the entire process of all of my businesses, this journey of mine, I somehow lost myself in the process, right? Um, I didn't know who I was. I didn't even know why I started most of the times. You know, I knew that I had to go to work. I knew that I had to get up and go to the salon. I knew I had to do those things, but I didn't even know why I forgot. (laughs) I was working so much, I forgot. It made me realize that your business is truly an extension of yourself. 
of who you are. Because in 2019, when I was doing all of this healing, I was able to give guys etiquette a lot more than before, than before all of this, because I was filling my own cup first. And that made me realize that I wanted to share my story and to also help other entrepreneurs that are in my shoes. Because as entrepreneurs, especially female entrepreneurs, our bodies are different. And you know what? Kudos to other people out there that can do it. I can't. I can't run on four to five hours of sleep. You know, I can't run on eating once a day. You know, I can't not uh, work out. You know, I cannot not see my friends and family. I need to be balanced. And in order for me to thrive in anything that I do, not just business, but in anything that I do, I have to fill my own cup first. Through the process, I've learned how to not only fill my own cup um, and to be happy, but to share my knowledge, share my experience so that you guys can get the most out of it, so that you guys can not only have a good community and a support system, but also to help you guys learn how to do marketing, you know, how to um, do your own bookkeeping, you know, what, what does it take? It takes more than just creating a product and putting that product on the market. You have to learn so many other things. What about labeling? You know, what, what's the difference between white label and private label? And also the beauty market is ever changing all the time, all the time. I can't tell you, you know, how many times I'm like, oh, CBD is good. Oh, okay. Well, following year, CBD is not good anymore. Oh no. Okay. Well, charcoal is good now, right? Uh, It's ever changing. And so, you know, even in the health business, you know, probiotics and collagen, you know, what, what are, what are the things that is beneficial for us to talk about? What are the beauty trends? What uh, what are the new apps? Because there's so many apps out there right now too that help you with you know managing your social media or you know managing um, your shipping shipping and handling, and so these are all the things that I want to bring to you. I want to help add value to you and your business. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out new episodes coming out every Tuesday morning. Also, if you haven't yet, please go check us out on Instagram at Last Looks Podcast to keep in touch and just to say hi. All right. See you guys next time. Bye.